0: Hello, this is Terence from Founders Go Naked, and in this episode, we are very privileged to have Terence Dio, one of the co-founders of Beyond Insights, which is one of Malaysia's largest education Company when it comes to stock market investing and trading. And they have been around for a long, long time as well. So we're very privileged to have Terence here today. And Terence, tell tell us about briefly about Beyond Insights if I missed anything there, please.
1: <laughs> well, thank you, Terence. And uh, yeah, Beyond Insights, <laughs> as you mentioned, is one of the largest educator in the space of stock market investing and trading. So we educate the public about the uh, proper way, a systematic way, a safe way uh, to invest in the stock market. And a lot of people don't know this. There are actually many ways you can make money in the stock market. Um, Mm. You can go for the long-term investing way. You can also do short-term trading and very short-term trading. Um, Mm. There are also various tools and strategies that you can use. For example, you could use leverage instruments like options or CFDs, for example, Mm. to maximize the usage of your capital for better returns. Um, In short, there's so many ways and uh, what we endeavor to do is to help uh, individual investors and traders out there uh, to eventually develop a system uh, that they can use that suits them, suits their personality, suits mm. their lifestyle uh, in order to uh, achieve financial independence, uh, to generate uh, wealth that is sustainable for themselves mm. and also for their family.
0: So That's, that's fantastic. And how many students have you have gone through your courses
1: roughly? I mean, in the past, how many years has it been? we just celebrated our fifteen year anniversary last year so this is our 16th year in business and uh, today we have about 6200 graduates who has completed uh, at least one of our program
0: yep. nice nice well i mean it just speaks volume that you had so many students go through your courses and you have been around for 15 years which is um, so i'm sure we have a lot to learn from you today but before we start i want to shoot a few five five simple questions for you so that you know uh, the audience can get to know you as a person a little bit better before we get in, into the meets or get into the meat of the interview right okay sure. so terence uh I know we both share the same name, so this could be confusing for uh, the <laughs> listener, but I'm Terence Tam, and we're interviewing Terence Teal, right? Uh, of course, Terence is a great name. That's why we all have Terence here. And, uh, okay, so uh, Terence, I want to ask you, what year did you start your business? Nine, uh, 2008.
1: 2008, 2008 the 2008, uh, yeah, we registered company Uh, And we had our first public program on 2009.
0: Wow. Okay. So 2024 now. So yep, 15 years. Okay. So this next one is a quick trick question. Okay. What date is your anniversary? Your wedding anniversary? Wedding
1: anniversary? Um, Yes. So it's 19 September, 19... 1998, uh, <laughs> it's, it's a lot of okay. nines there, so, I'm get yeah. it, right? yeah. so September
0: 1998, <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay, you could have waited one year and had one more nine to it, <laughs> but <laughs> that's okay, yeah. well, at least uh, I'm sure you get off the hook uh, with that one from Kathleen, <laughs> so that's great, uh, uh, next one is, what is your favorite food, Terence?
1: Oh, uh, that, that's easy. First thing that come to mind is Jichong Fun and the, Benang, the Benang Penang, the Penang Jichong Fun. Penang Fan. Else, but Penang version. <laughs>
0: All right. For those of people, those people living overseas, can you describe what it's like?
1: Um, it's it's like. It's rice cake, uh, but made in a very flat manner and then cut into little pieces. Uh, And then we take it with sweet sauce plus chili sauce um, with a little bit of peanuts, sometimes sesame. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And and, uh, fried onions as well.
0: Yeah, it's delicious. So if you do visit Penang, make sure you (laughs) actually get that. Uh, You're making me feel hungry already. What, what is your favorite
1: country to visit? Um, so many. Um, I would... Well, put it this way. There's one place that I've... Uh, one country that I've visited the most, which is Maldives. I think we've been there uh, six times wow. already. Um, and I'm sure we'll still, we'll still go back. Yeah, it's just... Um, this is a really great place to just chill and do nothing you know and it's not mm. that far away it's only four hours flight so it's convenient yeah. it's beautiful and yeah that that's our go-to place if we need a break
0: nice nice okay uh sorry terence i just we'll cut this part but it seems like i'm getting a bit of notification alert from i think it's your side maybe
1: yep uh
0: yeah. I've turned it off so. Okay. okay now. Cool. Cool. Yeah. All right. Sweet. All right. Uh and the final question for this quick fire session uh is uh who did you give your first kiss away to?
1: Uh, my first girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: Let's not go yeah. dive too deep into that, otherwise Terence will get in trouble here. So let's move on to the main no, section doing, well, of the interview. Yeah. All right, cool. So yeah, Terence, uh, can you give us the highlights of your journey with Beyond Insights from when you started to today? Um, just give us an overview of uh, you know how it got started, why you started it, and you know the some of the highlights on your 15 year journey? Sure, to um,
1: to, to put it plainly, uh, which mm. is something I tell everyone, the, the real founder of the business is my wife, Kathleen. Mm. Um, so she founded the business because she just had that immense passion to want to share her knowledge. And when when we started Beyond Insights, um, our intention was actually to train people on personal mastery. And that inspiration largely came from our learning journey ourselves, right? And mm-hmm. um, that was back in uh, 2003, 2000 or perhaps 2002, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, By chance, um, I I got a free ticket to the Tony Robbins program, uh, Unleash the Power Mm. Within, which was held in Kuala Lumpur at that time. Mm. Um, So I went there and I was um, blown away by this tall American guy on stage who has that amazing ability Mm. uh, to actually do what he says he does right to Mm. create transformation and instant change in people. And when I went back and, uh, shared with my wife, I said, you know, you, you gotta go and watch this guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and actually on the same night before I, before I finished the event, I told her, I actually bought a ticket for her already, you know, for the, right. for the next event in Singapore, the next year. Nice. Uh, she was c- skeptical at first but Mm. tickets already bought. So she went along the next year uh, with me. Uh, It was a buy one, free one deal at the time. So uh, we went along and then um, she she experienced the thing. And then we went on to, I mean, over the years we actually did, I would say almost all the Tony Robbins program, but the most Mm. significant program that we've done is the one called Date with Destiny. Mm. And that has, that has been a truly a transformational event for us because when we went there uh, to that event, we had a problem statement, uh, which is, you know, we were about uh, seven years into our marriage at that time and Mm. there were tension, there were challenges uh, within the marriage which we that time didn't have the resource resource to to resolve it. so we kind of stuck mm. at, at this uh, um, place that's not not great for marriage um, mm. but going through that program it actually not only changed our relationship, it changed the way we look at our life as well mm. and so that that was the turning point that actually I believe has, um, has a lot of impact on Kathleen's um, view, perspective of life, as mm. well as given her a mission at that point of time mm. um, to want to do something similar for people mm. in Malaysia. Mm. So long story short, when we started Beyond Insights, um, we actually wanted to teach a personal mastery program. Mm. Uh, but after doing all the market research and studies, we realized that it might not be a very viable business mm. because we thought that at that point of time, probably no no one will pay for this kind of training. Mm. And well, there, there is a way to do it, which is to sell it as a corporate training, but we right. didn't want to do another corporate training. There are plenty of corporate trainers out there, yeah. you know, teaching all kinds of stuff at that point of time. Um, it, it's we just didn't want to do the same thing, so mm. uh, we kind of put that aside, and then um, we thought of uh, you know how about teaching um, just just teaching what she is good at at the point of time. So mm. what happened was that um, you know before we went to do this Tony Robbins thing, we also we also uh, explored uh, a few years back uh, then uh, explored quite a few. Uh, education on uh, wealth on the wealth side. So Mm -hmm. uh, the the one that caught our attention is really uh, the stock market investing and trading part. Mm. Um, And um, again, Kathleen was the one who picked it up uh, and went to it with real Mm. uh, passion and interest. And you know, a few years after that, um, because of her dedication in just honing the skills and her, her ability, um, we came to a point where we were able to generate enough from the stock market um, mm. to know that it hey, uh, you know if we ever choose to leave our employment at a time we can we can do that right mm. our uh, our ability to generate income uh, from the stock market um, has already given us the, the assurance that you know we, we we can choose what we want to do. Mm. Um, so that, yeah, that was in 2008, we established the company. Um, we were figuring out what to do. And one day we just decided, hey, why, why not just, you know, teach, teach what we know best, right? Um, yeah. So um, that's then came the idea where Kathleen actually created, created a trading psychology program. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, you can see how we kind of marry the, the two ideas, right? Teaching yeah. about uh, stock market yeah. and the personal development because um, the the truth is that success in stock market as in success in entrepreneurship, success in career, relationship and so many other things in life, uh, 90% of it is about the mindset, right? Yeah. And the balance is about the strategy that, Uh, you apply. So that was our first program, we call it trading for success. Um, At the core of it is a trading psychology program, right? How do we help uh, traders to uh, build that mindset uh, Mm. to overcome all the challenges that they will face uh, when it comes to trading in the stock market, Mm. in the financial market. Um, So that was how we started. Mm -hmm. Um, We started off just teaching uh, one program on the very first mm-hmm. year, on the second year, um, you know, because some of the students who attended the first program, um, they ask, they asked us, "Right, hey, so you've you've taught us about psychology, but you know, we we don't really have a strategy that we can bank on right now. So mm-hmm. why don't you teach us the strategy that you apply as well?" So right. we started teaching the strategy, um, mm-hmm. and that that's how things have developed over the years. Mm. So if I could summarize the the roadmap from the starting point to what we have now, uh, Mm. we've been working really hard to create and design a complete curriculum Mm. um, where people can learn, not only learn, but um, learn until a stage where they can actually create professional level results. Mm. Um, Because you know, I, I think trading and investing is actually a profession that deserves a lot of um, respect that sometimes people uh, don't give enough of, right? Mm. Well, what I mean is mm. that, I mean, if you, if you look at any profession out there, right? I mean, if you want to be an engineer, you got to spend four years, at least four years in the university, right? Yeah. Um, you want to be a software developer, you're going to spend at least three years. If yeah. you want to... a medical doctor that's even longer you know six years and whatnot so um, to to be a financial market investor and trader with professional level kind of results you know you you not only you gotta spend time Mm. um, you gotta spend effort to learn different aspects um, in the stock market as well Mm. Um, otherwise truly you're better off just you know living your money uh, to other people to manage, Mm -hmm. which arguably may not give you the results that you want. Um, But for anyone who wants to succeed in it, um, they need to be aware that there there are a few aspects to learn. So Mm. um, unfortunately in the market back back then, a lot of people are just teaching so-called their secret sauce, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. As As if there's like this one Holy Grail where you can just follow exactly and then you will get results but Mm -hmm. that's that's that is that is never the case so um, what we have endeavored to do in the past 15 years is to build a very complete and comprehensive set of curriculum um, where um, someone can join your insights and first Mm. of all learn the fundamentals learn the Mm. um, foundation uh, skills Mm. Which will enable you to do to have decent return, return that is better than, uh, for example, your your uh social security return that is better than putting your money in in unit trust or fixed mm. deposit. Mm-hmm. So it it just gives you more advantage. And for the mm. people who are who are who find interest in the subjects who want to go further, uh, and get even better results as better than most of the so-called fund managers out there. They can mm. also achieve that uh, uh, by going through uh, the, the more advanced level education Oops. that we have in Beyond Insight. So to summarize, over the years, we have developed the, the most comprehensive curriculum that you can find out there. And at the same time, uh, in the past few years, we have also invested in technology. I mean,
0: um, the, sorry, the technology advice um, these
1: days are just amazing, yeah
0: sorry terence just now the uh the the internet lagged for a little bit uh okay. so i think the part where you were saying about just like 30 seconds ago where you were saying um before you talk about the technology part that part is uh, that okay. part was lagging so if you can start from that part again
1: okay yeah so to to summarize in the past uh 15 years we have spent that effort to develop a really comprehensive and complete curriculum Mm. um, for people with different level of interest. So, meaning to say, if if you just want to have some fundamental knowledge, um, you can learn that from beyond insights. When I say Mm. fundamental, it will actually enable you to do better uh, Mm. than giving your money, putting your money in unit trust, for example. Mm -hmm. Um, And for those people who find interest uh, in the subject, they want mm-hmm. to go develop themselves further, um, they can actually, through the Beyonce's program, achieve professional level results as well, mm. right? which is, um, I would say on par with a lot of so-called fund managers out there. Mm. Mm. Uh, so that's that. And also, uh, in the past few years, we are so invested uh, heavily in technology, we have uh, mm. started to develop our own uh, software, software that can uh, guide our students to trade more systematically to mm. help them to make decisions more precisely, to mm. make their decision-making process faster mm. so that they can just focus on, you know, doing the right things. Mm. So I think the, the development in technology is really exciting, you know. Mm. Um, the speed of development in AI is so fast that we just, um, we, we, we hope we can continue to to innovate and invest invest in this space and to be able to help our students uh, better and better
0: mm, Yeah, fantastic i mean terence I, I think one of the big lessons there for listeners is that from what i'm hearing all throughout this 15 years you you haven't come come up with offerings that the market doesn't need your offerings and your programs they're all based on the needs of what your students need even today and when you're talking about AI and stuff like that you're kind of like saying okay how can we help our students better and I think that customer focus I think is probably one of the reasons why you guys are one of the most successful and you know have been around the longest is because you're putting your customers first and your customers needs first would you agree?
1: Yeah, definitely, um, mm. you know, our, we created this mission statement when we started the business, right? Our mission was to bring out the best in people and their financial future. <laughs> so, right. um, yeah, bring out the best in people has always been the focus and it still is the focus today. Yeah. And um, it, it's how, how do we bring out the best in people? It's about giving them the resources, giving mm. them the facilities they, that they need. Um, Mm. because yeah, actually, uh, we also believe that most, most people have all the resources they need within themselves. Um, Mm. what we need to do is give them the resources and facilities, whether it's the program, whether it's the the software system, Mm. uh, to, to help them to achieve that. So, Mm. um, definitely uh, I would agree. I think that that's the, that that should be the primary uh, focus for all business to focus on the customer's interest first, yeah. Yeah,
0: I mean, even when you first started and you're going, okay, maybe we help people with self mastery, but then you realize, okay, that's not what the market needs at this stage. It's more like, okay, maybe they actually, what they need is to get a higher income for themselves through trading, through stock market investing. And you went towards that and then you merged. Uh, self mastery in it whereas I think a lot of people would just say well I am in this particular niche and this particular field and I'm just doing this and not listening to what the market wants and that's where they create a lot of problems so moving on Terence I'm just wondering like what were some of the biggest challenges you have faced in this last 15 years because I'm sure there are quite a few with like you know such a long period of time can you name one or two that were some of the biggest that you have to face as a business?
1: Um, I think in most business, the challenge would always be about people. Mm. Um, I think if we compare ourselves to many businesses out there, um, I wouldn't say that we are growing uh, as fast as a lot of business out there. Um, mm. But we also made that conscious decision to, um, to grow the business in a way that we can sustain it. Mm. Um, so that, that also means that um, we need to make sure that we hire the right people people mm. who are aligned with beyond in values mm. and and it's not not easy in a sense that I mean if you look at the company's profitability mm. um, our our profit margin is not that great I mean mm. inherently in the service industry in the education industry um, profit margins are not that scalable because we always have to depend on a, a human to teach right mm. <laughs> I mean, maybe in the yeah. future we can get robots to teach but yeah. now you know um, the the, the product actually other than the the material is is the human who teaches so that mm. that kind of limit our scalability in some sense mm. um, but that also means that we really have to put in effort um, to to groom people to develop people and that that takes time. Yes. Um you know and, and not not everybody has the patience to mm. grow slowly in a way that we want to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, so recruiting talent um had been a challenge, mm. but I think it's we we kinda accepted that, right? As mm. yep as a challenge because of the choice that we make. Mm. Uh, We know that hiring the right people is important and Mm. therefore we are willing to wait Mm -hmm. um, for the right people and grow the business. um, um, Following the pace of the people that we have as well, right? Mm. Because it doesn't matter how much ambition I have, right? If you don't, if I don't have the people, I can't make it happen. I can't yeah. do anything uh, myself, you know. True. So um, growth, growth has been a challenge, but I would say that it's it's also, um, it's also because of the the way we have decided to run the business. So mm. I, while it's a challenge, I also, I'm also at peace with it. Yeah.
0: Mm. Okay. All right, and so what? I, I guess the only solution there is really the patience and, you know, having yep. that patience to wait for the right people to come in that meet your criteria. And, yeah. I mean, the, is there a challenge yeah. also where if you train someone, like you spend two years patiently training someone, then they decide, oh, I can do this myself, and then they leave the company <laughs> and set up shop. Is, is that – has that happened before or is that, like, a challenge for you?
1: uh while while that, I don't think that uh, that that hasn't happened. Um, okay. But um, internally, I'm prepared for that. I think uh, I have accepted mm. that as part mm. and parcel of the business. Um, and I think it's yeah it, it's the, I mean it, it's not just about uh, them going to set up shops, right? It could be um just just a, a staff who we have. Let's say spend a, a lot of effort in grooming, and then went mm. out and do uh, some other business or something else mm-hmm. uh, that is more aligned with their uh, passion and interest. I think we mm. we just have to accept that as entrepreneurs. Yeah. Um, someone gave me this uh, analogy right. As as a business, we are like a bus, mm-hmm. uh, heading towards a destination. Mm. Uh, you know, and in the journey, this bus will pick up passengers. Mm. But not everyone on the bus will want to go to the final destination. Some will yeah. want to get off. Uh, yeah, you know, somewhere along the way. And we we got to be okay with that, you know, because yeah. their choice right? It's their life. And yes. what we just want to make sure of is when they're on the bus, um, you know, everyone gives their best mm. uh, in making sure that the journey is a beautiful one, if the journey mm. is a rewarding one. So mm. When, it, when it's time for you to get off the bus, is you know, we we'll send you off. <laughs> um, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it.
0: I, I, I'm I, really curious about something, Terence. Uh, and, you know, I've been through this before. And for me, it didn't quite uh, work so well um, in terms of working together with your wife in the same business, right? <laughs> uh, I... When I had my business back in Australia and I had my wife in the business, we often would get into conflicts and arguments and stuff. Uh, I mean, how, how does your chemistry work with Kathleen and you know, how do you deal with, you know, conflict prevention or, you know, resolution there, can you share some tips? Yeah,
1: I know what it means. That definitely not easy, and <laughs> definitely not for everyone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, we it, it's 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 challenging. Um, just just by the fact that you know, when husband and wife work in the same business, mm. you the the lines get crossed all the time. You know, between mm. personal and and business. Sometimes business get personal and personal stuff become business, you know, <laughs> yeah. um, and well, you, you would say that it is it is a sacrifice uh, in some sense, mm. uh, because uh, like, like I say, right, sometimes you, you can't avoid talking about business when you're out mm. having a dinner, you know, yeah. um, that, that happens. Yeah. And you know, as much as you want to avoid it, some some things are just urgent and warrants that attention to be this, to, to be discussed, right? So, mm. um, and I think it's just to have the agreement that, um, it's for the best of everyone. Mm. Uh, meaning to say, I think that as a couple, we we need to align our values. We need to know that you know what what is considered most important for us. Mm. We gotta agree on, um, let, let's say for example, um, how how we spend our time, uh, what is okay and what's not okay, mm. and we do our best to safeguard those uh, guidelines, mm. right? Mm. and. Also have that uh, grace to kind of accept and also forgive each other when sometimes we overstep that line when you know in our in our speech um, we get too personal when we talk about business. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a lot of um, um, acceptance um, mm-hmm. for of both parties because when you are business, um, a lot of your I mean, when you work together, right, a lot of your weaknesses or shortcomings tend to show up, um, mm. which otherwise will not show up in the family context, right? True. So um, so to summarize, number one, values and alignment. I think mm. both parties need to be very clear what, what they each value, uh, understand what each other value and have an alignment. Mm. Uh, second is um, to have uh, so-called rules and guides in place mm. um, to to clearly know when we overstep the boundaries, mm. mm-hmm. um, and thirdly, have uh, have a lot of grace and mm. uh, in each other' heart to just be able to give that allowance uh, for uh, for each other to sometimes overstep yeah. that boundary and you know forgive each other. Um, so, but all in all, I, I would say that. Although it's challenging, it, it does really help to improve the relationship at the end of the day. Um, because uh, I believe that if if the marriage is strong, um, a, a good marriage should be able to withstand all these challenges. So mm. our focus, uh, the, the primary question would, would always be, you know, how, how do we support each other in the best way possible, uh, in the most loving way possible, uh, even though we are working together as a colleague. Yeah. Mm.
0: And you, you, at the end of the day, you feel the pros outweigh the cons, um, being in a husband-wife business?
1: Yeah, I, I do. I do. Yes.
0: Okay. So what is the biggest pro you think being in a husband-wife business?
1: Um, there's never been a complaint of oh you don't spend enough time with me. We <laughs> <'Cause> are <laughs> right, with each other twenty four seven. Yeah, no complaints there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, good point. Yeah. Um, and and we we get to understand each other. I think a lot better. Mm. And and that's that's what makes a good marriage, isn't it? To to yeah. have that understanding real deep understanding uh, of each other um, so that um, yeah because acceptance comes from understanding right you can't understand each other then you there's no point talking about acceptance so um, I think yeah that having that opportunity to understand each other deeply because we also uh, work with each other Mm -hmm. uh, I think those are the those other
0: pros here mm, that's beautiful so Terrence uh, I'm just curious like if people are you know starting a coaching business or want to get into webinars and seminars what is your one or two tips that would you would kind of share with them to help them to improve their maybe their sales and their conversions at webinars and seminars
1: um you know, we've we've been on the so called speaking circuit for many years. Um, as in, we we, mm. we don't only look at ourselves, but we look at all uh, the other speakers whom we look up to. Uh, speakers who could, let's say, uh, you know, convert well. Mm. Um, and I, I think there are there are two types. All right. Right. Um, that that there's one type of speaker, uh, you know, whether it's online or in a in-person setting, there's one type of speaker who could impress and convert really well because Mm -hmm. they are really polished in their uh, sales pitch. Mm -hmm. They are really um, precise in their use of words, right? Mm And there's also type of, another type of speakers uh, who can really inspire. Mm. Uh, sometimes they may, not, they may not be the best um, uh, sales, mm. but these are the type who create lasting impact. As in, you know, you can still remember what they say like 10, 20 years ago mm. uh, on the stage. Um, And if you ask me, as as someone who is uh, selling webinar, we we have to endeavor to be both uh, Mm. in a sense that we really have to come from that authentic space where Mm. we have a real message that we want to share with people. Uh, Mm. We have real solid knowledge uh, that Mm. we can really help people uh, to become better in in their lives. Um, I think that's that's the key fundamental. If I think if we can get this right, um, mm. it's already half more than half the job done. Yeah. Um, so I think that that's the most important thing. Uh, if you ask me to choose between an authentic speaker and a great salesman, I would. I would choose the authentic person first because I know that I can't there's something real I can learn there. I'm mm. uh, mm. not just uh, I, I, I'm not just being uh, I, I'm not just getting uh, emotional buy-in because of a great mm. you know sales pitch. Mm. Um, so I think that comes first and secondly is to you know of course develop that that ability. Uh, to speak well, to be precise in, in the way mm. uh, we use our words so that mm. our message can be conveyed in an effective and mm. efficient manner. Mm. Um, so it's, yeah, there, there's, I, 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 I personally struggle with the second part, right? Mm-hmm. That, the, you know, as as an introvert, I'm not the type mm. who can express myself well, mm, mm. but I, I do realize that it is it is a learnable skills as well. Mm. Um, and so I would encourage, you know, everyone who wants to be a speaker and do webinars. Uh, f- first of all, just, just be sure, be sure that you have really something solid within you mm. uh, uh, that you can give to people, it's mm. of great value. Um, Determine that, uh-huh. uh, then slowly build up your uh, ability to deliver your presentation in a mm. in a better way. Mm. Fantastic,
0: because yeah, actually, uh, one of the lot of testimonials I hear about Kathleen is that she number one is very authentic. That's one thing I always hear from a lot of attendees to your seminars and webinars. The other thing is that she simplifies things so that something complicated like the stock market, even uh, someone that hasn't has zero like financial knowledge or accounting background, can understand what the stock market is about. So, I, I think if if any of you want to see how Kathleen does it, I think you should maybe check out one of her webinars or seminars. So, talking about that, Terence. Um, If people want to find out more about yourself, Beyond Insights and Kathleen, and maybe sign up for one of her webinars to check out how she presents, and I know she presents really well, um, where can they
1: find you? Yeah, just go to www.beyondinsights.net. There's a get started button there. So just click on that. Um, That will lead you to a uh, introductory seminar that Mm -hmm. we are conducting about once a week at the moment. So Mm. just uh, pick the dates that is best for you. Come and join us. And uh, yeah, let Kathleen share with you uh, wisdom and knowledge. Um, And yeah, as as (laughs) Terrence mentioned, uh, see how she presents. And I think more more importantly, learn the message about the importance of uh, uh, investing and investing in ourselves as well. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, fantastic, Terence. It's been a pleasure catching up with you. And I think our listeners and I myself have uh, gotten a lot from this interview um, about business, about presenting at webinars, and about life in general and marriage. So thank you so much, Terence, for being on the show. <laughs>
1: thank you. Thank you, Terence, for inviting. It's been a pleasure.